Lesson. He's lesson indeed. Overnight, for two nights, 
too long. Helped by fear and anxiety. Held by grudge and resentment. Held by doubt and fatigue. Held by too much stuff. By all manner of the forces of death. Held powerless, but turned toward you. You and your risenness make Sundays even for us. Even among us, even here, even now, no longer held. Amen. It was early in the morning on the third day after Jesus died. The sky was pink and red with the first light of the sun. The women didn't notice the sky. They hurried to the cave that contained Jesus' body. Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James led the way. Two others, Salome and Joanna, carried the spices to rub on the body of Jesus. They had a job to do. When the tomb of Jesus came into sight, they froze. Oh no, they'd forgotten about the huge stone that sealed the opening to the cave. How would they move it? The women kept going to the cave anyway. As they came closer, the women could see that the stone had already been rolled away. They peeked inside. Oh, it was dark in there. Burr, it was cold in there. Drip, drop. It was damp in there. What? It was empty in there. Jesus was gone. An angel appeared in sparkling white clothes. The glow from the angel brightened even the darkest corners of the cave. The women shielded their eyes from the blinding light. Don't be afraid, the angel said. Jesus isn't here. This is a place for the dead. Jesus is alive. Hurry, the angel said. Go tell the disciples. The women did not delay. They ran to tell Jesus' friends what they had seen. Oof! Mary bumped into a man, tripped and fell at his feet. Wait, she knew those feet. A familiar hand reached out to help her. Wait, she knew that hand. She looked up. Yes, she knew that smile. It was Jesus. Hello, friends, Jesus said. Jesus was really alive. The woman hugged his feet and shouted with joy, Go tell the others the good news that I am alive, he said. I will meet them in Galilee. I can't wait to see them again. The women had a job to do. They had to proclaim to everyone, Jesus was alive. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen.
Behind every good sermon, there is a woman. The very first preachers were those female disciples of Jesus, and every sermon sense is just a variation on the theme. I remember preaching at a sister congregation, and after the sermon, during a question and answer time, a cheeky fellow pipes up. He says, what do you think of women in ministry? We have a female minister here that we like very much. So I said, well, I know a female minister too, one that I love very much. In fact, just a few years ago, she agreed to marry me. Now, anyone who says that women can't proclaim the gospel need to read the gospel. The very first preachers were the female disciples of Jesus. The good news will always evade our attempts to limit who can share it and who receives it. The resurrection of Christ flies in the face of such human notions of purity and wholeness. Gatekeepers are often little more than idol makers. Because chances are you've created God in your own image if God hates all the same people that you do. Behind every good sermon, there's a woman. And on that first Easter Sunday, those fierce preachers who were witness to something they could not explain, they didn't try in the midst of fear and confusion and doubt and sadness to make a rational argument. They bore witness to a truth beyond their kin. With everything turned upside down and inside out, they ran to proclaim the great and terrifying news. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Resurrection isn't something we can explain. It's something we live and breathe. Faith is not believing without proof. It's more akin to trusting without reservation. Good Friday in all its bitter pain, is easier to swallow than Easter morning. What makes the Good Friday story so devastating is that it's still so devastatingly true. Yes, hate can kill, but Easter reminds us that love never dies. It never dies with God, nor even with us. Easter is for us more than one person's escape from the grave. It's this great cosmic victory of seemingly powerless love over loveless power. Death is only the beginning. He is not here. He is risen. The seven words of Easter defy all our attempts to tame, contain, or control that expansive and expanding grace of God. Christ is risen pro nobis for us. Today, here and now, to shatter our concepts of life and death, who is in and who is out, of love and hate, for Christ is risen for us. To put love in our hearts, decent thoughts in our heads, and just a little bit more iron in our spines. Death need no longer determine our living. Hate need no longer determine our love. Christ is risen, so that instead of trying to prove ourselves endlessly, we can express ourselves fearlessly. Death is only the beginning. He is not here. He is risen. That was the first sermon. That is our truest sermon. Can you see it? Can you feel it? That is the good news. He is not here. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Amen. We've arrived. 
This is where I open my hands and completely let go. I am about to reveal more of what I am not so that you can receive more of what I am. It will be sobering, but liberating. There's a construct here, a shelter in place made by a frame of mind, a body of belief, a spirit of scarcity, a need for control. I am disrupting the illusion within the illusion by telling you, you are none of these things. I'd like to show you who you really are. But before I do, I want you to know that it feels risky. It feels like death, and it is. It's the death of your identity apart from me. I will go first, because you need to see it before you believe it. Will you trust me? Will you look at your life with me? Can you tell me honestly, what do you love? What do you worship? What do you adore? Where is your reverence? Bring the harvest of your religion to the table. Let's have a taste. Cut open the fruit of your way. Tell me, have you lived a life worth living? Endure the stripping with me, the undoing, the raw nakedness, the uncloaked being. You can face the illusion, and you can brave what appears a loss. I am right here, dosing grace, opening the lens by which we see. I know the way. Come, birth a new world with me. Friends, let us pray. Jesus Christ, we greet you. Your hands still have holes in them. Your feet are still wet from the dew. And with the memory of our name, undimmed by three days of death, you meet us, risen from the grave. We fail to understand why. We puzzle at the reason how. But you have come not to answer our questions, but to show us your face. For you are alive and the world can rejoice again. Hallelujah. So friends, as Easter people, let us pray as Christ Jesus taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And so now, friends, go out into the world in peace. Have courage. Return no person evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the suffering and honor all people. Love and serve the Lord, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God and the fellowship of that same Holy Spirit be and abide with you all 
now and beyond forever. Amen. He is risen. He is risen, risen indeed. One, two, three. He is risen. He, he is risen, risen indeed. Indeed. One more time, no smack. Okay. He's two, saying he is just 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 saying he is just